Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, thanks for joining us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Peter Ducey confronted Jen Psaki yesterday on the vaccine hypocrisy with the illegal aliens in Del Rio, Texas. Kind of interesting. Uh, Peter Ducey doing it. A great job. Totally. As the White House correspondent. He is always putting her on the spot. I love it. And he did it again yesterday. The foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re, re-talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So mm-hmm. if somebody walks into the country right across the river, mm-hmm. does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, mm. let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, uh, yeah, as individuals come more. across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. The that is our process. Is, they're not intending uh-huh. to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place Mm -hmm. given we're facing Mm -hmm. a global pandemic. Where's the vice president on any of this? Isn't she supposed to be addressing the root causes (laughs) of migration? Absolutely. And she has been addressing the root causes of migration by working with countries in the region Mm -hmm. to ensure they have the assistance they need to reduce the number of people who are coming uh, and trying to make those journeys across the border. We've actually seen some reductions in some of those numbers. That doesn't change the fact that this is a very challenging situation in Del Rio. We're working to implement our policies and we're working to uh, ensure we are also addressing their causes. Just a quick one on boosters. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Wow. Not a word of sense there. Not, Not one word did she make any sense. She... Uh, just answers dif- different questions every time she's put on the spot like that. And she always makes it about the individual asking it. Well, yes. since you obviously yeah. don't understand it, since you're stupid. Let me help you understand because you're such a moron. Yeah, talk down, talk down to us a little bit more. That would be great if you would. I'm surprised that Democrats mm. are, are they're taking advantage of a Trump-era policy because they're running out of time to be able to deport these Haitians. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're scrambling to fly them out so quickly. But I'm surprised that they didn't just incorporate that town and make it uh, uh, like Bidenville, uh, Texas, mm-hmm. where they could, you know, help turn Texas blue. Yeah. But uh, no, it's uh, interesting there that uh, you have to play by, as, as with everything in the COVID era, you have to play by different rules than anybody else. You have to prove your vaccination status. You have to. Yeah. Uh, American citizens are under all these restraints and restrictions, all of this oppression. But if you came here illegally, you're under no such regulations. Don't worry about it. You can just go anywhere you want, do anything you want. You know, if you're coming from Central and South America, we'll just, we might house you for a couple of nights and then we're just going to set you free. If you pinky promise to show up for a a hearing, then uh, we'll just let you go. 
And sometimes you don't even have to pinky promise you're going to show up for a hearing. We let you go anyway. Huh. So it's a pretty good deal for them. Yeah. And, and, and just look at this imagery from down there. Do you have the, the picture, Rob, from... Look at this today. Look, I mean, look at this. That does not look like the United States of America at all. No. You know what it looks like? It looks like South Africa. It looks like, yes. Uh, uh, we visited South Africa, what, going on 10 years ago now. And it was, it was part of the uh, Israel trip when we, when we did the big event in Israel. Uh, but then we went to South Africa as well. And we, when you drive through parts of um, Cape Town, I, we didn't go to Johannes, Johannesburg. I'm sure it's the same situation there. But you see shanty towns like this. I mean, that stretch on and on and on. That's exactly what this looks like. United States of America, right there. Oh, and wow. And a lot of these migrants, I guess they were displaced, you know, over a decade ago from the earthquake. Yeah. And they've been hanging out in Central America. Right. Okay. And some of them have built good lives there, mm-hmm. uh, I was told in an article. Mm. Then stay. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> what? Well, they want to go and make every place better. Ah, okay. Every is that place what it they is? go, they've got. Uh, all right. Yeah, so it's working yeah. out for them. Hmm. Bring their charm and abilities here. Yeah, here's that article. The Haitian migrants have done well for themselves since leaving their country many more than a decade ago. Mm. They built lives in Chile, Chile, uh, Brazil, <laughs> Panama. They had homes and cars. They had stable jobs as bank tellers, welders, mine supervisors, gas station attendants. Okay, well then, good. You built a nice life. Enjoy it. Don't you? Don't then just come here expecting us to make it even better for you. They longed for the possibility of a better life in the United States under a president who had protected Haitians in the United States from deportation and many believed would relax entry requirements. So they sold their belongings left their jobs, and pulled their kids out of school and headed north. I'm sorry, none of that is our fault. They made choices, and and then there are consequences when that doesn't go the way you expected it to. Again, why didn't you stay? You built yourself a life. Live it! Yeah, and, and so many of them obviously don't want uh, to go back, especially... Well, no, because they sold all their stuff. Right. Now they got nothing. And now they're going to go back to Haiti, where they haven't been in over in a decade. Years. Yeah, and it's like, what's waiting for them there? What a mess. It is a mess. Should have stayed put. Sure is. Uh, wow. Some said they've never even talked to an immigration agent. Others said they've been tricked, told they were being released or sent to Florida. What? And instead packed on a plane to Port-au-Prince, where they landed on Sunday. Did they really do that to them? What if they did that? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to fly you to Florida now. Hmm. Give you some tickets to Disney World. Just get on this plane. <laughs> well, Disney World? Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. You and your whole family. Your whole neighborhood, in fact. All going to Disneyland. Uh-huh. And then they landed Port-au-Prince, Haiti. <laughs> we were, your audience uh, on Twitter last night were coming up with names for that shanty town there and i, I think uh tyler uh from uh daring media his was uh porta biden <laughs> instead That's of porta prince i mm-hmm. like that one a lot yeah, yeah. good oh. nicodem viles 45 years old been living in panama since 2003 and now all of a sudden he up and comes to the united states why again you've been there for 18 years 
He said, I thought the United States was a big country with laws. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're, we you're are. You're being that's introduced why you, to them. Yeah, that's why you can't come here illegally. <laughs> they treated us terribly. They didn't even give me an interview with an immigration Im- agent. What am I going to do? I don't know this country. I don't know this country anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got, get in line. How long has he known it? Uh, <laughs> Five minutes? How long have they been in camp I there? I don't know. My goodness. I, I don't know. He and about 300 other Haitians who landed Sunday were among the first uh, of some 14,000 immigrants uh, who authorities in the country expect over the next three weeks. Mm. And Haiti doesn't want him back. Haiti said, don't bring him here. Mm. Yeah, and, and how dare those Border Patrol guards with the whips, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just riding around on horseback, whipping people. Look at this. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the whip. Yeah, those are called reins. Oh. Uh, he didn't hit anybody with it. Oh. <laughs> this is the footage. This that is the footage. Saki yeah. said was yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. Elon Omar, too, the voice of conscience. Oh, yeah, this is impossible to watch. People walking around, him spinning his reins. He's trying to keep him back. And he didn't hit anybody. <laughs> he didn't hit anybody. Wait, I think this one. I think this is the one. No, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, there's one where it, like the guy falls down, but he wasn't hit from what I saw. But anyway, there's they your. Don't, uh, they don't even carry whips. Yeah, there's they don't have whips. Sovereign U.S. border there, My gosh. ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Being overrun, yeah. as it always is. Yeah, there were no whips, by the way. Yes. No exactly. whips. No whips. That's why that was so hard to watch. I also wanted to. Uh-oh. Yo, what'd you want to do? I don't know. He Bill Maher trying to get in, way to in back our off. conversation. We're not asking you about the border. We're wow. asking you about taxes, I, and that's later in the program, sir. I know he's becoming conservative, but back off the show a little bit. All right? <laughs> you got your own. Right. Getting a little hoggish there. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, another day in America and, mm-hmm. you know, another mm-hmm. chaos story. What's next? I don't know. Mm. I hate to even speculate. Probably a good idea not to do that. Jeez. It's fun. Some have described the long march, you know, across uh, a stretch of jungle along the border between Panama and Colombia called the Darien Gap, saying they stumbled past the cadavers of federal, fellow travelers. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a dangerous journey. Don't take it. Especially if you built yourself a nice life since 2003. Stay there. <sighs> I saw this guy lying down. I thought he was asleep, but when I touched him, I found he was dead. Said Claire Bazil, who left the life she'd built over six years in capitals, uh, Chile's capital, Santiago, and traveled for two months carrying her son to reach the United States. There's there's no sense of uh, personal responsibility or accountability here. None. None whatsoever. They just came here, so we have to do something for them. Uh, despite receiving billions of dollars in reconstruction aid after a devastating earthquake, Haiti is a dangerous and politically turbulent country. Armed gangs control many areas. Poverty and hunger are rising. Country's few institutions are so underfunded as to seem meaningless in its parliament, with only 11 elected officials still in office, was stunned this summer, of course, by the, the assassination of uh, their president. And... If you know that, you know what's going on in your home country. What a weird time to all of a sudden drop everything that you had 
in your life in Panama or Chile or Brazil or wherever you were. And then all of a sudden, now I'm coming to the United States. When we've got so many problems of our own right now. Yeah. And I noticed so many, like, migrant after migrant crossing over. They've got earbuds in. They're holding their cell phones up to keep them yeah. from getting wet in the they river. Built a nice life. All right. It's yes. like, what are you I doing? Know. It's not like you're complete. A right. That's <clears throat> right. And yet, we're expected to welcome them with open arms. Come on in. Somebody should make a meme out of that. Uh, of like the yeah. the migrants like wading through the Rio Grande, holding up their cell phone to keep them getting wet. Put a circle around it. I'm so impoverished, I have to keep my cell phone from getting wet in the river because I can't afford another eleven hundred dollars. <sighs> right. <laughs> buy a new one right now. I, di- okay? I, I didn't get the insurance on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Plus, I'm busy sneaking across the U.S. border. I haven't seen an Apple location in I don't know how many miles. There, uh, yeah, you got to get inland. Yeah. Yeah, and I can There's see. There's not that many Apple stores. That's one of the things I'm going to sue the U.S. government over. There's not many Apple locations under this bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Where are the Apple stores? I'm going to find the closest <laughs> Apple store down there. Maybe that's maybe that's all they're doing. Maybe they just need mm. to cross. It's it's a shorter distance up to the South Texas Apple store than to, to hike it down south wherever, you know, the other yeah. one is. Maybe. And so they're just going to take care. They're going to wait in line for, you know, mm-hmm. 5 hours and then go home. I'm sure that's what it'll be. Not a problem. I'm going to find the Apple store no down there. All right. Do that. I'll let you know. Meantime, let me tell you about uh, a way you can snack throughout the day and not have to feel really guilty about it because uh, you destroyed whatever kind of uh, diet you're on or healthy living program you're trying to do or you, you just don't want to eat junk during the day. Uh, try Built Bar. Built Bar tastes like candy bars, but they're really low in calories, only 180 calories or less, and 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 net carbs, but 18 grams of protein. Great flavors. Coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream, lots more. They've got the Rocky Road everybody's raving about. Plus, they're just good people. They're just a, an excellent company. Yeah, I'm a little partial to them because they uh, supported BYU with their new contract for 125 BYU football players. But what they did is they, they, they wanted to help the ones who were struggling without scholarships. And, you know, couldn't afford to get through college. And it was, a, it was difficult on them between their studies and football and all of that. So they took care of them by paying their tuition. Really, really awesome. Really awesome. And now uh, you can get Built Bars even faster. You don't have to type the B-A-R. It's just Built.com. So easy. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code PAT15. You'll save 15% off your first order. Use the promo code PAT15 for 15% off at Built.com. Hmm. Yeah, bad news. Bad, bad news for the migrants there, Pat. Um, the, the nearest Apple store that I can find from Del Rio, Texas, is mm-hmm. they, they crossed at the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. They got to get to El Paso. That's <laughs> is that closer than like Houston or <sighs> Dallas? Let's see here. You know what? Yeah, you you know what? There, there's a Houston. There's a Sugarland location. Yeah, you could do that one. So huh. yeah, good call there. Oh, a couple in San Antonio. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they're just uh, a couple hours. I, my bad. 
Del Rio to San Antonio. And then Not after bad. they take care of their phones, they can hike back across. Exactly. Which I'm sure they would if they pinky promised. You know? Because they're people of their word. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of people of their word, how about Mayor London Breed uh, explaining her partying with uh, BLM. Oh, gosh. Maskless. Yeah. I was there. I was eating. And I was drinking, she said, while trying to explain her behavior. Uh, not in the video we've got. She's and, in the back there. And I was sitting with my friends. Okay, uh, she's dancing. No. She's standing up dancing. She's got her right hands there. up. They're empty. No. She's singing. She's not eating. Look at all that air no. she's... And they're indoors, and not a single person has a mask on that I could see. Yeah. <laughs> that was her rule. <laughs> that was her rule. Oh, and she, by the way, it shouldn't be lost in this story. She's partying with BLM leaders. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah. She repeatedly emphasized to reporters that everyone there was vaccinated. Well, so what? Her own edict is that you have to be vaccinated and wear a mask. The fact that we've turned this into a story about being maskless, she continued. No, I'm not going to sip and put on my mask on. And then sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. <laughs> on and on. She eat and put my mask on. And yes, in the time while we were drinking like everyone else there, we were all having a good time and again, all vaccinated. This is now a distraction. Now, <laughs> this is now another example of the flaming hypocrisy of you absolute buffoon tyrants. I, I'm so tired of it. Wow. We don't need the fun police to come in. That's what we've been saying for a year and a half. And try and macro micromanage <sighs> us and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. <laughs> That's what she is doing to the residents of her city. But not for her, by golly. Not for her. Oh. That's incredible, isn't it? Oh. So then, you know, you think about what went on at the Emmys. Uh-huh. As they broke their own mask rule yeah, like again, and even Seth Rogen was saying, "You know, what are we doing here?" He was the he was hosting the Emmys. What are we doing here? We're all maskless, and we're in tight quarters, and there's a roof on this place. Has anybody noticed we're indoors? <laughs> yeah, but that's okay because they weren't breaking the rules because they're stars. Uh huh. That's that's so. basically the 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 reasoning given. But mm-hmm. I think it was the L.A. County Health Department. Yeah, yeah. This it doesn't apply to stars. It doesn't apply to the TV and movie industry. Exactly. That's what it was. Literally, that's what it was. They just up and admitted it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, they're they're better than you people. Well, they, they said it's it a, doesn't apply to them. It's a TV production. Oh, shut up! <laughs> health Department tells TMZ. Yes, the current. Uh, mandate in L.A. requires everyone to wear a mask indoors, whether vaccinated or unvaccinated. But it says it also says exceptions are made for film, TV, and music productions. Oh, <laughs> okay. So actors and actresses don't have to wear masks. That is unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I love it, man. I tell you, they just fully admitted it. There, politics. What have we learned so far in in the first moments of this show today? We've got the hypocrisy Jin Saki was saying about how, you know, so immigrants can get away with stuff that you can't. Mm-hmm. We've got the politicians partying in the nightclub, not wearing masks, even though that her very own edict that she signed 
requires it. And now we've got Hollywood, who is, of course, the propaganda arm of the government, who's always telling us, gotta go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't apply to them. Oh, and I'm sure you would love this. Uh, the Met, the little event at the Met there, you know, uh, where AOC wore her tax the rich dress, which, by the way, the designer for that dress has tax problems. Mm-hmm. Ironic. Yep. But um, $10 million in taxpayer funds uh, went to the Met. <clears throat> so you paid for that place to their... But only $10 million. Just only the $10 million. Okay. So it wasn't $10 billion, right? Well, when you say we it don't like even that. Pay, yeah. We don't even pay attention unless it's a trillion now. So, I mean, that's so much less than any amount we'd care about. Yeah, $10 million is kind of... That's nothing. It's you're like right. I, I spit on $10 million. I spit on it. You put a stack of $10 million here, I'll spit on it. If I had $10 million, mm-hmm. well, I certainly wouldn't, bring, you wouldn't bring it here and put it on the desk in front of you, but you know, I would like that? to see that, kind of. Huh. Okay. <sighs> what? I don't know how this society survives. Uh, I don't either. With this blatant hypocrisy. Yeah, and they're just, and they're flat out admitting it now. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't apply to them. They're better than you. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> while and while they are right. taking your money mm-hmm. under threat of force to use for their little parties and shindigs so that they don't have to follow the rules i mean <sighs> mm-hmm. it's literally like our society is held together by duct tape and bubble gum at this point the one thing we can say is at least we're not australia yet <laughs> oh no Australia is, wow, have they gone off the deep end. Yeah. And so their leader's talking about, uh, you know, these mandates and blah, blah, blah. And uh, uh, yeah, you know what? The booster thing might become a mandated as well next year. Listen to this just matter-of-fact announcement that he makes to the Aussies. These sorts of passports are designed to do exactly that. They won't be there forever. I can't <laughs> say, as I stand here right now, how many, uh-huh. uh, how long it'll be on, how okay. long it'll be a feature of things. Right. But, you know, arguably, mm-hmm. it won't be a vaccine passport you'll be showing in the first half of next year. It'll oh. be your booster passport oh. to show that you've been to have your third jab and that you've still got the protection that oh. comes from either AstraZeneca, Moderna okay. or uh, uh-huh. Pfizer. Oh. Okay. So you won't have to show your vaccine passport next year. You're going to have to show a further passport. Your vaccine passport will mean nothing. Did you get your booster shot? That's what you're going to have to show th- uh, proof of. The third Shot. Three shots. And proof of the third shot. They're going to mandate that too? Are you kidding me? So they don't even know scientifically, frankly, if that's even necessary or healthy or safe or whatever. There's just too little research on it. They have no idea right now. And then you're going to mandate a third shot and make people carry around their papers for that. Here's my here's my booster wow. passport. Can you see can you see my three shots? There's one, there's two, and there's three right there. Huh. Oh boy, this is not good. Mm, this only no. gets worse. That's crazy. <sighs> I mean, that's cra- and he's saying it like, man, um Yeah, whatever. Well, it's so matter of factly. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna have to and then, you know, by the beginning of uh well, by the middle of next year, uh, you won't be showing your proof of your third shot, you'll be showing the fourth your fourth shot proof. You're like a little punch card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so on. And so when the fourth shot becomes irrelevant and it fades, mm-hmm. then you have to get your fifth. Wow. We've already seen that. They're going to do it. They will do it. And he says it 
not only as a matter of fact, but he also says like he doesn't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't got my marching orders yet. Did you get your marching orders yet? So yeah. when we get our marching orders, we'll tell you. Okay, but right now I don't know. I just we're just gonna do what we're told. Won't be forever. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. We're we're gonna do what we're told, and then we expect you to do what you're told. Next question. Lemmings and sheep. Is that what we're going to be? Just lemmings and sheep. What and a just nightmare. follow along with absolutely every mandate and edict when that do we comes wake down up? the line. When do we wake up from this nightmare? I don't know. I really don't. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. You couldn't have seen this coming just a few short years ago. In 2019, when we thought things were so bad, you couldn't have imagined this scenario. <laughs> Incredible. Absolutely incredible. It hurts. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, top earning New Yorkers could face 61.2% combined taxation rates under the new house plan. California's about 59%. Oh, a bargain for Californians then. Yeah. You just have to pay almost 60% of your income uh, to the government. But they, they're allowing you to keep 40%. How much do you want, you selfish pigs? Okay. How much do you want? Well, I want 100%, but I'm really yeah, selfish. You're, yeah, you're a terrible person. It's like an only child thing. I why, think. why do you hate the poor? Why? Well, I can, I can, how much time you got? <laughs> Not enough, probably. Okay. Not enough. The proposals included 3% surtax on taxpayers earning more than $5 million a year. They would also raise the top marginal income tax rate to 39.6%. The plans would preserve the 3.8% net investment income tax and extend it to certain pass-through companies. The result is a top marginal federal income tax rate of 46.4%. So they don't have enough people moving out? Mm. Uh, Yeah, they need more. (laughs) More reason to do that? Okay. Mm -hmm. I love this Democrat control, baby. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. The House plan is still a proposal, could change, yet the combined rates for New York City would be among the highest in nearly 40 years. Gross. Bill Maher actually talking about it on his show, uh, and he had some thoughts on AOC's Tax the Rich. Oh, yeah. By the way, the guy he's uh, getting situation. pushed back on, I think he's Dan Savage, some liberal podcaster. Okay. And I was glad and Bill Maher didn't back down. It's good stuff. Nice. I also wanted to show the picture of AOC wearing her dress because this got all the attention this week. Uh, this is something that, you know, the Met Gala attracts... Lots of crazy outfits, but this is a new thing that people have been doing. They've been wearing, I guess, their message, their life philosophy, tax the rich. I just want to read the, I had some sets here. Oh, New York City, 65,000, the richest 65,000 New Yorkers uh, out of 8 million people pay 51% of taxes. And what proportion is that? I'm just saying 65,000 out of 8 million uh-huh. pay half. And their taxes so are still So it's not like yeah. we don't tax the rich at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you, We've Bill. We've been slashing taxes okay. on Thank the rich you. for 50 years, yeah, though. Okay. The rich are richer okay. now than they have ever been, and the lie we've been yeah, told I, the whole time we've been okay. cutting taxes on the rich was that if the rich just have the most money they can possibly have, we will all benefit, we okay. will all have jobs, well, and again. it's a lie, and it hasn't come I'm, true. No, no. And we need to go back to the oh, tax rates that we used to have. That's fine. I'm all for ending income inequality, but let's not lie. The rich pay a lot of the taxes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he just got through saying 65,000 people in a state of yeah, 20 million pay half of the 51% of the taxes. That was his point. 65% of New Yorkers 
pay 51% no, no, of the 65,000 individuals. Yeah, 65,000 yeah. individual yeah. New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. What did I say? 65% oh. of New Yorkers. Oh, I did. 65,000 individuals mm-hmm. pay 51%. Like I think it's 0.01% of the population, something like that. Pays 51% of the tax burden and you want that to be more? But what we've been told, look, we've been cutting taxes for 50 years I and mean, we were told They're richer than they've ever been. Oh, shut up, you. Well, no, what what happened was at some points in our history, they've been taxed at such they've been taxed at such ridiculous rates that it's it, it's uh it's immoral. I mean, you're talking about 90% rates for the rich. And you just read a story completely separate from what Bill Maher was talking about. Jeez. That's the, that's the, the, um, the Congress talking about jacking up taxes, too. So the people that are already paying 51% of the taxes there, they're about to get hit with a, a, a bigger federal burden, too. Right. <laughs> right. Stop. And I mean, it, that doesn't income... That doesn't make an impact on this buffoon liberal blogger that <laughs> 65,000 people pay 51% of the tax burden? Well, what's the proportion? Well, well, what's the he pro- just told you. He just you. told you the proportion. <laughs> I don't know what else you need, man. <laughs> he told it to you. Wow. Unbelievable. What does it take to get it through these Marxists' heads? Amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Yeah. What? What about him? Weird. I guess that's all she had to say. Yeah, that is weird. Mm, all right. Left you hanging. Yeah. <clears throat> Thought there was more to that though. Never is. Mm-mm. Really, anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. Got some tweets here. Biden's cup of meds tweets uh, Democrats logic fly in and you're here for long term. Walk a thousand miles to get here. You're just visiting. (laughs) Barry Jackson. Today, I identify as an illegal alien. No passport or vaccine required. Okay, that's what you do. Yes, identify as Mm -hmm. I've been vending schmoozled. (laughs) I intended to comply with all the government mandates. Does that count? And they're not intending to stay for a lengthy period of time? Is she high? (laughs) Do they drug test for that job? (laughs) I didn't know they saw the U.S. as a transit country. Right. Oh, yeah. They're just headed to Canada. Sure. Uh, Trudeau won, by the way. Oh, they voted on Monday, right? Because they're Canadians. They don't know any better. Anyway. Yeah, you vote on Tuesday, Canadians. Okay? (laughs) You vote on Tuesday. Eh. So he won. Yeah, but he didn't get his... Uh, he didn't get the parliament uh, majority or whatever yeah, parliamentary majority I, I he was looking know. for? Yeah, it was no better for him. Jeez, I can't... Still keeping that guy? What does it matter with people? Yeah, let's see. Feels short. Yeah, whatever. Canada. Dang it. Cares. Cardi T. Again, it's a stupid system, though. We tried to show, show you the way. Tried. You, and you just didn't get it. Okay? We can't help you anymore. <clears throat> Cardi T tweets, uh, Saki is genuinely irritated that she has to answer questions for the press. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's her job, and she's <laughs> irritated by it. <laughs> I love it. That's fun. She's looking forward to the day when the only media outlets in America are government-sanctioned ones. Being a dem means never having to say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. the truth? Zippy the jackhole monkey tweets, uh, vaccine punch card. Do we get a free coffee or blockbuster movie rental when we get five? Oh. No, no, no. You, what, you what get you the get? toaster oven. 
Yeah. Get a toaster you oven? Get a toaster Can oven. Can I choose? No. It's just the toaster oven. If you don't want that, okay. then don't play the game. Can I? Okay. Well, then okay. I don't want a toaster <laughs> oven. All right. Now, can I get a lollipop? No. What? What do you mean? If you go to the doctor's office, get your lollipop. See, a lot of people are talking about, you know, we talk about the the punch card. I can't mm-hmm. do this. But this is the, the vaccine card. You know how they've got the, the one shot, second dose there. Mm-hmm. They're saying that, hey, look, they've already got the open spaces. They've got the blank lines there for your uh, yep. boosters. A lot of people have messaging right. me on Twitter at Keith Malinak. Somebody else sh- showed me a screenshot from an app unverified from like uh, Spain or something. It's got like eight eight spots for doses. I'm telling you, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I love this world. It's awesome. Why wouldn't it? Because if these first two shots aren't effective, they lose their effectiveness after six months, what what makes you think that the third shot is going to last forever? It's probably not, if right? If you want to be, probably we've said not. This, if you want to be a citizen in good standing, yeah. you're going to have to be up on your COVID shot. Yes, and not just the initial vaccination. You're going to have to be up on your booster shots, too. Or you're not going to be able to function in society and go about your daily life the way you want to. Does that mean people will now leave me alone? Hmm? If I don't have the If you vax? don't go anywhere, yeah, they'll leave you alone. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, if you don't go anywhere. Okay. I think you'll be able to go home and come to work. And uh, Come to work? Yeah. I doubt Ty- it. I don't think Tyler's going to force us to get that Yeah, vax. I'm not talking about Tyler. I'm just talking about people in general. Yeah. It, there's, I mean, the world's getting smaller and smaller, but it was good to see the General Dynamics Corporation with the pushback. Uh, when 40% of their employees said, I'm not getting the vax. And wow, so they're like, 40%. okay, no mandate here. Sorry, I'm just playing. Uh. That's a pretty high percentage. I love it. 40%. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you can't just lose 40% of your employees <laughs> like that. And that's, I mean, isn't that the bottom line of everything <clears throat> in this world? The mm-hmm. almighty dollar. And yeah. a company that size, General Dynamics, can't function when half of its workforce says, I'm not playing your game. Okay, we're going okay, to never mind this. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> we were just kidding. Goshing you. You didn't think we were really going to be tyrants like that, did you? No, but <laughs> no. you know what this means. Come on now. You're not going to be eligible for your free toaster now. Yeah, you can't get the toaster oven. Toaster. That's out. See? The toaster oven is, we're going to have to keep it. Surprised more people so, didn't mm-hmm. sign up. When I they know. heard there was a free toaster involved. I know, because that's a really, that's a good item. Was it a high-end, like it had like a little LED display on it and stuff? No. Oh, well then. No, it's the old style. Yeah, I can see why. It's the no old-fashioned one, one. No one's going to play that game. <laughs> what, do you want us to invest 30 bucks in these things? No. No, it's not that high-tech. Uh, all right. 888 uh, Three-judge panel just ruled that showing ID to vote is racist. <laughs> a three-judge panel in North Carolina struck down oh, a voter identification law passed in the state, once again trotting out the tired argument that such a law discriminates against blacks. That is the racism that you're saying that if you're asking blacks to show ID, they can't. That's racist. Wow. Not the fact that we're asking them to show their ID, that we know they have it. Because they can and do. And 80% of them favor voter ID laws. But in a two-to-one ruling issued uh, Friday, the Wake County Superior Court concluded that the Republican lawmakers who passed the law were motivated, at least in part, by an unconstitutional intent to target African-American voters? What? 
Oh my gosh. So it's intent now. Oh my. We're reading people's gosh. minds to make rulings. And how, where do you get that? First of all, again, that's a racist, that's a racist point of view. Mm-hmm. The law requires that state residents present a photo ID in order to vote. Was first enacted in December 2018 after a supermajority of Republican state ref- representatives overrode a veto by Democrat Governor Roy Cooper. But now the law has been rendered unenforceable. My gosh. So the Republicans get power, and under the guise of we want safe and secure elections, Uh that we can believe in the results, but no, it's actually racist. Yep. Yeah, I can't. It's hard to believe. It really is hard to believe. And why is it that Republicans find it important to show your ID? When you go to the voting booth. Well, uh, what happened in California last week? Hmm. Um, what happened? Some people at a one of the California precincts showed up. Just this couple. Um, they show up. And they say, okay, we're here to vote. Show them their ID. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You, you've already voted. Mm, no, we didn't. Well, yeah, you're, you're listed here. We've got you already covered. You already hmm. voted. And so they started inquiring with the polling people, <clears throat> with the workers there, about what was going on. And they were told 70% of the people who came into that location had already voted. I wonder which way they voted, Pat. I do too. I really wonder. Because it's, it's hard to imagine that it would have been for Democrats. And that it would have been no on the recall. Isn't it? It's hard to imagine that. I'm sure that wasn't the case. I'm sure they all went in there and voted yes on the recall. Here's and and so I thought, okay, well you could anybody can say this, right? Well, they've actually got some video evidence of it. Um, here they are recording their conversation with uh, some of the uh, polling officials. We got your vote and it's counted. After the election was over. Yeah, t- it took about 30 days for, See? for them to do that. This won't even work. But, but well, it worked because they counted you in their pack that time. Wow. So, so, you know, you nice shoes, Okay, so let me understand. About 70% of the votes at this location yes. have been shown as already casted when they were right. not. This is horrible. Right. It looks familiar, by the way. And <laughs> my only option at this Hills point Hills? is to no, fill out one of these. No, you have two options. You can fill the provisional. Okay, which I don't want to do. Or you can go to another center like maybe Pierce College okay. and vote there. This is my center. I live next door. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, I mean, this is for the entire L.A. County, but yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. It is frustrating. So yeah. these systems are not... It is frustrating. I'm presenting the option that you're, you're the yeah. supervisor. Yes. Yeah. You report this. Yes. Like so they times. know it all the way up. <laughs> yes. 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 It's going all the way up. Do you think that matters? Well, we're going to be getting some help about this one. Because yes, it's but no, I think, I think people like us need to report this to election board for yes. the GOP that's, that's, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's kind of difficult to understand all the things they're saying. Uh, and it's it's uh, as lovely as it is to look at their shoes. Which you're um, right. They are nice shoes. But they're nice shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's incredible to me. And they were also told that that was happening at multiple precincts where 70%-ish of the people who came in were told, oh, yeah, you already voted. Well, how do you stop that? I don't know. Make them show a proof of who they are at the polling place. Here's my ID. 
And if they don't, if they can't do that, it, then they can't vote. And stop with the mass mail-in <laughs> ballot crap. Right. Jeez. Early voting. My gosh. There's so much time to. I mean, if I'm certainly not saying it's ever happened. I'm saying if you wanted to steal an election, mm-hmm. let's stretch. That'd be out, the way to do it, wouldn't let's it? Let's stretch out how much time you have from the beginning of the vote count uh-huh. to the end. Uh huh. Hypotheticals only here, YouTube. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, we would never say that actually happened. Right. Anytime, in any place. Does anyone honestly like have? In 2020, nobody would ever say that. Nobody would nope. say that. Nope. No. Certainly not me. Uh, <clears throat> th- does anyone have uh, any kind of confidence in the integrity of our elections in America anymore? Mm, I think a lot of people have lost confidence in, in the process right now. Sadly. <laughs> That's a good way to spin it. Yeah, we've lost confidence. Mm-hmm. There we are. And that's why what you just saw is another example of why we see so much, so many weird things that you can't help but think, all right, well, some of these are true. Some of these are actually happening. That looks pretty legitimate. And these were Republican areas? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. So. Well, it's a good thing California is uh, obviously squarely behind their governor and wanted him back. Isn't it, though? Obviously. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let me tell you about Moink. This is a great way to get meat. This, I mean, this is such delicious meat, beef, uh, chicken, mm. uh, pork, really good things. Oh, didn't you get salmon or something? I, yeah, well, that is excellent, yes. Um, so the best salmon ever. But the uh, bone-in ribeye, I think it is. Right? Oh, uh, I love oh. the bone-in ribeye. So flavorful. You know, you keep that bone in it, that's flavor. I, seriously, man. Yeah, that's flavor right there. I didn't know live until I had that. If you could see and taste uh, the steak from moinkbox.com, you'd order it right this second. But for now, um, I'll ju- we'll just have to tell you that we have seen it and tasted it. <laughs> yes. And it's absolutely delicious. So good. You've got to get moinkbox.com. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pasteurized pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, which is why it's so good. Yeah. Not one of those, you know, farm situations. Yeah, yeah. You don't want salmon that's been swimming around in like a toilet or something, yeah, you know. You exactly. Want the, you the, want them in their natural environment, uh-huh. growing and getting delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Just so good. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed. To get a year of bacon for free, and then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you uh, what you get each month and cancel any time, so you're under no long-term obligation. It is so good. Moink meat is delicious. I love it, and you will too. Get Moink right now. Go to moinkbox.com. That's moinkbox.com. Slash Unleashed, by the way. Moinkbox.com slash Unleashed. All right? Uh, All right. Just trying to right all the wrongs of the world, and it's difficult to do in a two-hour show, but we're we're getting to as many of the problems and solving as many of them as we can. Um, Now we get into the administration's continual nightmare on Afghanistan and what happened with the... uh, with the big drone strike that killed 10 civilians 
Just so sad. And you know these things happen, and they happened under Bush, and they probably happened under Trump, and we just didn't hear about a lot of th- things at the time. But this has gone so badly in so many ways, the Afghanistan withdrawal. And we were told initially, yep, yeah, we got them. No, we killed those uh, those three suicide bombers in their car. No, they didn't touch anybody from ISIS-K. No terrorists lost their life, just these 10 civilians, including seven children. So, oh. Jen Psaki is asked about it uh, yesterday, and her response is unbelievable, as always. The drone strike uh, last week that the Pentagon now admits was a tragic mistake. Um, what was the president's response when he learned about that? Well, the president was briefed um, on Friday morning uh, about the uh, the um, report uh, the, that was uh, going the, to be um, uh, released uh, and put out. I would say first, the president's uh, view um, and all of our uh, view is that the loss of any civilian life is a tragedy, uh, as was uh, as was made clear in the comments by the Secretary of Defense, uh, by uh, General uh, McKenzie. Uh, mm-hmm. This was done in error, uh, and clearly uh, the investigation that will continue is something the president brought supports. So as a human being, uh, as a president, as somebody who has uh, overseen loss in a variety of uh, scenarios, both as a leader and personally, it is a, it, his reaction is it's a tragedy uh, and every loss is a tragedy and he supports the efforts to the effort to move this forward as quickly as possible and to have a thorough investigation. They're trying to get him off the hook. All right, pause it for a second. They're trying to get him off the hook because his son died. We're going back to that again. Wow. We are going back to Bo Biden again. Stop it. Despicable buffoons. Stop it. Wow. I don't I can't I can't believe how often they make it. He makes it about him, she makes it about him. Everybody's loss is about Joe Biden and his loss of his son. Yeah, so if the answer from Jen Psaki oh, isn't going man. after the reporter asking it, then it's playing the Yes, the, the sympathy card. Mm-hmm. I lost my son in 2015. I lost my wife in 1972. C- come on! Stop it! Despicable. These are just despicable people. It is not about Joe freaking Biden and his dead son. I'm, I'm sorry that that happened, but you can't keep using that. Wow. Unbelievable. And what a nightmare for everybody who has lost someone in Afghanistan in the last 20 years or Iraq. And they see this three-ring circus going on every single day with Saki and Biden and the excuses and the it's all about me stuff. Wow, that's got to be painful for Gold Star families. Mm Wow. Wow. 888 And of course, no explanation as to what happened or whose head is going to roll. And I mean, the reporter goes on to ask, is anybody going to lose their job over this? Hmm. And of course, she sidesteps that answer as well, as always. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. Nova Kane for the soul tweets, Pat, I can't believe how racist you are for not seeing fake racism claims as racist. You racist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got mm-hmm. that? Probably. Put that <clears throat> in your pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Squatching Duck tweets, I'd love to have them explain how the rich giving more of their money to the federal government will help them or anyone else 
with income inequality. Thank you. I'd love that explained as well. The government will just take that money, waste it instantly, and borrow more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Tweets. <laughs> I was expecting a plush. Talking Anthony Fauci doll with your fifth booster shot. Oh, yeah. Pull the string in here. Take your vax, plebe. Wow. Take your vax, plebe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what they were hoping. That's what I want. Yeah, you don't now get that. Now I'm going to. That's way too valuable. We can't throw that out there for free. Yeah, five shots. The right meme uh, tweets, so Democrats are all about welfare and handouts from A to Z, but no one ever talks about how to give minorities an ID. (laughs) (laughs) Do they not want them to have IDs? Racists. Yep. And from Eric White, at least Biden is consistent on his continual blunders in Afghanistan. Yeah, it is true. Mm -hmm. It's one after another, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, 70% of Americans are calling Afghanistan withdrawal a national humiliation, which it is. Seven out of ten Americans feel shameful over President Biden's bungled withdrawal from Afghanistan that left hundreds behind hundreds. It's more like thousands. We think there's four to six thousand Americans left behind. And naturalized citizens in the hands of the Taliban. The latest Rasmussen Reports survey said 70% agreed the Biden withdrawal. The Biden withdrawal was a national humiliation. Fifty-one percent strongly agreeing with that sentiment. And that's not the only one of the only feeling of shame and anger. Uh, Republicans aren't the only ones. Fifty-six percent of Democrats agree mm. that it was something to be ashamed of. Wow! How about that? Still, I mean, mm. still that little about that? little glimmer of common sense. Yeah, on the left. Yep. I, this one was so glaring and so bad and so catastrophic that you really you can almost not. You'd have to be blind not to see it. You really would. Meanwhile, in Afghanistan, girls are being excluded uh, as Afghan secondary schools reopen. They're excluding the girls. Only boys and male teachers are allowed back into the classrooms. I think, did I hear that girls can go up to sixth grade, right? They can get up to a sixth grade education. Oh, wow. Because they're dangerous after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you start getting to seventh grade, the, the middle school years, and, uh, and it's just too, just too frightening to have them learn those kinds of things. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. What if a, what if a woman, for instance, knew geometry? You know? You can't have that. Can't have that. You can't have it. Yeah, you're right. Through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Through sixth grade. So that's pretty generous. Okay. What do you want? Shut up. What do you want? You want to go to middle school? <laughs> you can't. Come on now. We can't have you learning geometry or, or uh, let's say, anything like physics, even trigonometry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No. I mean, and let's no. be honest. As as someone who's been through it, middle school <coughs> sucked. It did. I mean, let's. It did. Just lay it out there. Mm-hmm. Not missing out on much. Right. Under the new gover- uh, government, uh, all women will be allowed to study and work in accordance with the group's interpretation of Islamic religious law. Oh, goody. <clears throat> yeah. The working women have been told to stay at home until the security situation improves. And Taliban fighters have beaten women protesting against the all-male interim government. Oh, jeez. On Friday, the Islamist group appeared to have shut down the Women Affairs Ministry and replaced it with a department that once enforced strict religious doctrines. Oh, okay. All A statement issued ahead of Afghan schools reopening <clears throat> said, 
All male teachers and students should attend their educational institutions. All male teachers and students. Uh, women need not apply, of course. But again, up to six, you can get a sixth grade education. So that's pretty magnanimous. This is, a, again, this is not your grandfather's Taliban. This is a new and improved. Mm. Where they're willing to allow you to go to first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grades. Huh, what do you want? What do you want? Meanwhile, here in America, yeah, it's it's tragic because they've had 20 years, almost 20 years of freedom. I mean, if you're 20 years old in that country, yeah, oh, this this is is brand new. This is what is happening. Really bad. Los Angeles high school classroom was uh, revealed to be adorned with anti-police posters, Black Lives Matter, and LGBTQQIAA2 plus flags. And other left-wing symbols by a parent who sent photos to an activist parents group. The nonprofit organization Parents Defending Education tweeted out the pictures from the classroom at God. Alexander Hamilton High School. Look at that. Jeez. Oh, gosh. Look at that. That's a Christopher Columbus poster. F America. This is native land. F the police. Oh, boy. So, so in America, we leave our kids in school, and then they, they get brainwashed to this. Other decorations included a Palestinian flag and a poster condemning Americans for occupying native land. There we go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's great. This is fun. Isn't it fun? It's healthy for a nation, too. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. You want your kids to be anti-American by the time they get out of school, right? Because That's then they the can, goal, right? They can, yeah. They grow up and they completely uh, uh, fundamentally change, transform the United States of America. From the great nation it is uh, to a pit, they can. So they don't magically just start loving the country no. when they become adults and get out on their own. They're just like, wow, Isn't that strange. Got out of that crazy school stuff. Now I love now America. I love it, man. What a great country we have. Yeah, you don't have any chance when you're teaching them this kind of garbage. You don't have a chance. This generation will not love, support, respect this country, and then you're going to ask them to lead it. What is that going to? How is that going to turn out? I don't. I don't nah. see that turning out real well. We're fine, man. Yeah, okay. everything is so fine. All right, it's good. As long as you're a part of a team, everything's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? We learned that a few years ago. So shut up about it. Right? Okay. Too much griping. Just watch some TV. A lot of TV to watch. Yeah, you and know? there's nothing there that'll upset <clears throat> you or no. That's right. Destroy the country either. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> nothing. Uh, it's all good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Uh, and then we wonder why we've got problems. You know, we wonder. Do we wonder anymore? Mm, I think well, we figured it out. <laughs> I don't. I kind of know why we have problems. Uh-huh. Uh, Cambridge is now apologizing for the whiteness of uh, Roman statues. So I guess there's some statues on the campus, Cambridge University. And... Um, uh, they're pretty much images that are Roman and Greek in nature, uh, as a lot of statues are. Uh, but the school wants to make sure that diversity isn't downplayed, and so they're kind of pissed off about the uh, Roman statues that seem to present white people. Oh, no. Now, they're just statues, right? They're not. Yeah. I mean... And they're white people with a tan, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if they're... If they're in bronze. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's my point. Yeah. So what? 
What, what do we need here? <laughs> so, what, it's how, just so ridiculous. Is there anything that is seriously? Is there anything that can't be made to be offensive to somebody? No. No. That's that's not in this day and age. In this Good. world that we live in, everybody's going to be offended by something. I think we see that now, right? Somebody is going to be offended by virtually anything and everything. So, and there's no way to completely uh, safety seal society for them. I contend that our attempts to safety seal society is why we have collectively hyper freaked out during this pandemic over the last year and a half. Yeah. But what is the thing here? They just are they apologizing and that's it? Because if that if they think that's where this ends, they're no, wrong. They're starting to think about uh-huh. and they haven't done it, but they're getting together to talk about removing this. Exactly. Statues. Okay, so within a year yeah. mm-hmm. they'll be bye-bye. gone. They're they're gone. They'll be gone. They're gone. And we'll completely rewrite all history. Exactly. It'll be completely rewritten and reformed into uh, you know, like this New York Times person with the with the nineteen with the sixteen nineteen project. And it's not even real history, but that doesn't matter because it's history that the left likes. And so we'll just start teaching it. <laughs> start. They're already doing it, actually, in many schools. They're already uh, featuring the 1619 project. Homeschool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does come down to that a lot, doesn't it? Because <laughs> anytime you talk about education, it's going to hell at such a rate that what else can you do? If you want to save your children, if you want to protect them from this propaganda, uh, maybe you're in a school system and you've already checked into this and you already made sure that they're not getting this kind of propaganda. Well, then that's great. But if you don't know, you should find out. And if you find out and don't like it, then you got to take an act. You have to take steps. I mean, the bottom line is, and I've said this so I'm blue in the face, <clears throat> nobody cares more about your child's education and well-being than you. And I have to add yeah, well-being right. in there as well now because the mask stupidity and, mm-hmm. and forced vaccinations in Los Angeles school district when January rolls around. So, mm-hmm. nobody cares more about your child's education and well-being than you. Than you. We've got this guy. Uh, is this guy telling us how to deal with, uh, with the unvaxxed? Well, he's people? got a message. If, if you're unvaxxed, this guy's us. got a message. For, this is good stuff. Okay. Funny. Hi. This is a little message <laughs> to the unvaccinated. <laughs> you are killing everyone. It's your fault. Yeah, you're being selfish. So, Sorry. get the vaccine because I'm vaccinated. I am vaccinated, okay? (laughs) And so I'm protected because the vaccine is safe and effective. (laughs) So if you're around me and you're unvaccinated, then you're putting me at, at, well, you're not, you're, okay. So you're (laughs) selfish because if I'm protected and you're around me, then I'm, then I'm fine. But you're, but you're me, sorry. If you're not (laughs) vaccinated, then you're not, it's your, um, you're racist. There you go. There it is. He finally got to it. <laughs> yeah, he got to it. That's similar to the to the girl who uh, does the... Oh, yeah, yeah. We should play that again because I love that thing. Oh, okay. She's I, great, too. Hopefully Rob keeps that on standby. I, I yeah. think he put it on standby because mm-hmm. we've called for it so darn but many yeah, times. But yeah, but it's Commodore 64. Oh, that's right. So I don't know yeah. if it's... Oh. Did you get the vaccine? <laughs> no. Why? Why didn't you get it? What if you catch COVID? Mm-hmm. The vaccine doesn't stop you from catching COVID. Why are you being so selfish? What if you catch it and give it to me? 
But you've been vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, but you can still give it to me. Mm-hmm. What's the vaccine for then? <laughs> It'll stop you from getting really sick and dying if you catch it. So if I catch it and give it to you, but you've already had the vaccine, it'll still stop you from getting really sick and dying. <laughs> exactly. That's why you should get it. That's why I should get it. <laughs> but you got it already. But if you catch it, you could get sick and die. So by not getting the vaccine, the only person I'm putting at risk is myself <laughs> of getting sick and dying. <laughs> no, you're putting me at risk. Didn't you already get the vaccine so you won't get sick and die, even if I gave it to you? But you could give it to someone who can't be vaccinated. But so could someone who's been vaccinated because the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID. <laughs> Just do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Just do it, okay? Mm-hmm. Or well, you're racist. Yeah. Those are the two. Right. That's right. The two fallback positions that uh, they have now. So this next video in front of you, this is similar logic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is This is... Why you need to get the vaccine. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but my doctor is informing me that this deadly Delta variant of the COVID virus, it's hunting us all down. Mm. And I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure that I don't get it. I'm trying to be a good citizen. So I have a request. Please take your vitamins today. <laughs> don't be selfish and not take your vitamins because if you don't take your vitamins, <laughs> mine don't work. If you don't take your vitamins, mine don't mine work. Mine don't work. So <laughs> that's I mean that, that's the that logic. Period. So good. <laughs> <sighs> That's exactly what it's like. And, and it's, it's laughable it's, when you just watch a video or something like that. And then you stop and go, oh my gosh, wait, that's actually how we're running our society. Yeah. That was a great performance by her, too. I thought that was a sincere, right. uh, you know, vaccine thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, if there's pain in your life and it's brought on by inflammation, Omega XL could be a game changer for you. This to relieve you from all that pain, that nagging agony every day. That sometimes is bad enough and you just don't even want to get out of bed. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research. Omega XL attacks the inflammation and has basically an off switch. So once the inflammation goes away, then so does the pain. Really good stuff. Plus, it's all natural. It's not, and you know, for some people, maybe that's a little bit of a drawback. Like, it took me a while to, to take it because I thought, eh, it's all natural. <laughs> And uh, for some reason, that was a deterrent. No, it's a really good thing. And when I finally started taking it and it built up in my system, after a week, I started getting relief. And after two weeks, the pain was just gone. So it's not something you're going to become dependent upon. This is from the waters, the the omega fatty acids from the waters around uh, New Zealand. And uh, they've been studying it for a long time. It really does work. To get you started, when you order one bottle of Omega XL, right now you'll get a second bottle free. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Buy one, get one free. Or you can call 800-844-4888. Pat Ray. Mm-hmm. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> welcome. 
Remember country singer Morgan Wallen? Was it last year when he got into trouble? He was out oh yeah 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 on a bender with some friends, and then he they got home and they're stumbling around going into his house, and he calls one of them the N word, and somehow that got picked up and uh, he was beat to a pulp for it. Uh, so by the press, beca- yeah, and because he was being beaten to a pulp and he didn't want to get canceled, uh, he pledged to donate five hundred thousand dollars from his album sales to black-led organizations and charities to try to atone for it. Now, there's nothing you can do or say that's going to placate these people. Uh, The leftists who want your hide, they're going to get it anyway. But he said, before this incident, my album was already doing well. It was already being well-received by critics and by fans. Me and my team noticed that whenever this whole incident happened... There was a spike in my sales. So sales actually went up. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> it just alerted people to him. And so they checked it out, probably listened to his song, and then liked it and bought it. He said, so we tried to calculate how much it had spiked from the incident. We got to a number somewhere around $500,000. And we decided to donate that money to some organizations. Uh, BMAC being the first one. So BMAC is the Black Music Action Coalition. And so they, he w- that was the first organization they were going to give to, and they did. They, they gave $165,000 in April of this year to them. And uh, now the organization is complaining that while we are appreciative of that money, which has been used to make grants directly to black musicians through our COVID emergency relief fund, we remain disappointed that Morgan has not used his platform to support any anti-racism endeavors. Never Wait, enough, man. It's never enough. Nope. Okay, he gave $165,000 to you, and you're whining still? What anti-racism thing is he supposed to do? Come on. So then, in an attempt to find the other organizations that received donations from him, Rolling Stone reached out to 56 other state regional and national black-led or black-founded charities. Now, did he give to any of these? I don't know. He might have. He might have given to them anonymously, so you're not going to know it. He might have given to some other organization that's not one of these 56. In any event, it's none of anybody else's business whether or not this guy gave the rest of it to anybody. It's unbelievable. They're just trying to track him down and ruin his career because it didn't work the first time around. So now they're reaching out and trying to do it again. People just are never happy. They must make anybody uh, who they don't like or they don't relate to, they must make them miserable. What does Jeffy always say? Never bend the knee, right? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It does not matter to them. Yep. Well, Ken Burns has noticed the shape we're in. You know, documentarian, historian, documentary, uh, documentary filmmaker, Ken Burns, he did uh, did that really long documentary on baseball. baseball. Mm-hmm. He did that really long, like <laughs> thirty-eight part series on bees. Bees. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. And I think there was like a seventy-two part series on crickets. Oh wow! No, yeah. I got to get that one. And then there was a a year and a half uh, series on gerbils. So now that sounds. Not as good. Really? 
No, you yeah. had me at crickets or every night or... for a year and a half. He had a two-hour presentation on gerbils. <clears throat> so I mean, the See. guy is really thorough. He's really thorough. Everything you ever wanted to know about a gerbil and things you didn't, and a lot of things you didn't want to know, right? Were all contained My in that series. Goodness, who was the narrator? Was it Richard Gere? It was Steve. It was Steve? Yeah, yeah. Steve was really good too. Mm. Now he made these remarks. Uh, he said that we are in. This is one of the worst times in American history. Yep. Now, I don't know if Ken Burns agrees with us on as no. to why. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he, no, does. he does. not. So I'd love to hear his thoughts on what he thinks is so bad right now. I don't know that you would. I don't know. I would like... I, what? I mean, I know why we think it's so bad, but he says it's really serious. Uh, there are three great crises before this. Okay. The Civil War, the Depression, and World War II. We all agree to that, right? Those are bad times. This is equal to it. Hmm. So, I don't know his thoughts on why. Yeah. Uh, but it can't be, this, it, right? It's not the same as no, us. I, no. I, I, as you're reading that story, I remember something a while back. On Ken Burns? Yeah. And you're right. He's not... Uh, well, he's, he's in Hollywood. You've you got to believe he doesn't feel the way we do about things. But he's he's right about... The dire situation we're in, where you're getting beat to a pulp just for almost nothing. Just for a word you say, or because you uh, don't agree with the prevailing theories in society. Uh, I mean, almost anything can end your career and screw up your life. So there's that. There's all kinds of oppression. There's the... uh, Biden administration that's ruining just about everything that makes this country great. But yeah, I, I'm guessing uh, Ken Burns isn't citing any of those things. Uh, so <laughs> we'll just have to look forward to yeah. his next incredible documentary. So we got to black out a year and a half, two, yeah. two years for this documentary coming down the pike? We Probably, yes. Yeah, I think it's a three-year presentation on ants. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, be interesting though. Uh-huh. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray unleashed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, yes, she's correct about that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And a Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, don't forget, we tweet out the uh, Blaze radio stream. Yeah, all the streams that you need. You give know. a link to that uh, every day, Pat yep. Unleashed. Yep, every morning before the show, all the links you need, whether it's the podcast, it's the live uh, radio stream, Pluto channel, Blaze app. And during the really beautiful, the really beautiful musical interludes. Yes. During the breaks, uh, Corby has been throwing in some yeah. uh, bri- brilliant little pieces, That's bits and pieces of the show. Yeah. Uh, that It's really fun. You should try the mm-hmm. uh, Blaze radio stream every day should just check out what corby's gonna drop during the breaks indeed uh all right we got some tweets here lone wolf tweets i'm offended that keith would ask if there's anything that can't be found offensive in some way oh man (laughs) sorry see what happened there uh carl smith tweets it's gonna get so bad that the only time you won't be required to present a vaccine passport is to vote unless of course you're republican (laughs) yes 
Uh, Joe's patience tester. Pat, are you trying to tell me the Taliban isn't keeping to the agreement they made? Well, I can't believe such an upstanding organization would do such a thing. These must be cultural differences you're mistaking for atrocities. Oh, so it's your probably fault. Probably right. It's your fault, Pat. It's probably right. I'm just too stupid, and I don't understand the subtle nuances of their culture. Yeah, but at least okay? you're smart enough to realize that you're too stupid. Yes. Yes. And I, I can't understand why a woman, for instance, can't be educated above the sixth grade. What's the, I mean, I mean is it necessary? I guess not. Uh, apparently not. Because, you know, this is the new improved Taliban. So. I love that, I love that Biden has adopted the Obama way of saying Taliban. Because that's what Obama used to say all the time. Taliban. So stupid. <sighs> Irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of fun. Speaking of Obama, <laughs> for years, uh, former presidents Barack Obama and Donald Trump have been political adversaries, which was never more evident than during the 2016 presidential election. Obama felt that former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was supremely qualified. Sure he did. <laughs> sure he did. Thanks to a career in public service as a U.S. senator from New York, as well as uh, her work as, as the U.S. Uh, top diplomat. However, after she lost the election to Trump, Obama had to start planning for what was next. On January 20th, 2017, as Trump was set to be inaugurated as the 45th president, Obama rode in a presidential limousine with uh, Trump <laughs> and Republican Roy Blunt of Missouri. Okay. How did Roy Blunt get into that character? <laughs> Which what? one of these is not uh, like yeah. the others? Barack Obama, <laughs> Donald Trump, and Roy Blunt of that Missouri? Is awesome. <laughs> How did you just That's have trivia. Carrot Top in there? <laughs> That's trivia. <laughs> what? <laughs> so weird. Uh, it was Barack Obama, right, Donald Trump, president. and the dial down the middle Carrot Top. <laughs> Wait, it's just weird. Really? Carrot top for the block. <laughs> uh, during the ride, Trump asked Obama if he could name his big. Well, so, what was your biggest mistake during your presidency? That's good. I mean, one president. It's a good question. Coming in, asking the the guy who's been in there for a while. Uh huh. Now, this is, of course, according to the book Peril. Okay. Uh, and what Obama so, says is biggest mistake. What was your biggest mistake? Okay. And uh. Obama paused. Oh, wow. Okay, he's thinking this one through. Being very thoughtful. Probably has a he's lot a thoughtful guy. From. He's got a lot to choose from also. It's going to take a while to go through them all. And then he looked at Trump and said, I can't think of anything. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't think of anything. We could help him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could help him out a lot. And I'd start with Benghazi, you Stupid buffoon, mm -hmm. and and we could throw in uh, Fast oh, and Furious. There. Fast and Furious, holy right? cow! I mean, we, do you really want us to? I mean, no. Do this exercise? Should we relitigate the it's old be a, years? It's going to be like a Ken Burns documentary that lasts for three years, as you were saying. Wow! Just gut check. Stop. Stop. Wow. So then Trump was kind of dumbfounded by the answer, <laughs> wanted to change the subject. He's like, "Oh, uh, well, is this the car you use all the time?" <laughs> Wow, what an awkward conversation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but what do those two guys have in common? Absolutely nothing. Except they've both been president. And they've been on a car ride with Roy Blunt. <laughs> yes. So, yes, which is huge. That.
It's uh, huge. So, oh, I can think of uh, I'll be of, a Jeopardy question someday <laughs> of a mistake uh, of Obama. No, uh, you just, can't. Just from that article, huh? Uh, he thought Hillary Clinton was supremely <laughs> yeah. qualified to be president <laughs> of the United States. Oh man! Wow, Jeez. that guy loves That's himself. A, oh my gosh! Mm. Well, they always said, uh, you know, and what's his face? Chris Matthews. Remember him mm-hmm. from MSNBC? Chris Matthews. And he never did anything wrong. He was the perfect man, the perfect husband, the perfect father, the perfect president. You remember that rant? Uh-huh. I wonder if I still have that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Give him a tingle up his leg, uh, too. Don't forget. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, that might have been it, right? Let me finish tonight with the American president American? we're about to lose. Uh-huh. Barack Obama is, above all, a fine man. Yeah. Just look at him. Look is at there him. a Just husband, a father that we would wish more as a model for our sons, for our sons-in-law to have and raise our grandchildren? Wow. Is there yeah. anyone who carries himself better in no. word, in sentiment, in temperament, no. in optimism? Uh-uh. Hope. Hope. Everything he's done is clean as a whistle. He's never not only broken any law, he's never done anything wrong. He's never. the perfect father, the perfect husband, the perfect American. American. He's the perfect American. Man. Oh, well, oh, except for that. Now it was a, there was a mistake. He should never have thrown out the first pitch. Mm. He seriously shouldn't. When you know you throw like a girl like that, mm-hmm. and you're going to be in front of the nation, and you've been built up to be this great athlete who could have been an NBA player if he wanted to. Right, if, but again, he wanted to be a public servant. Right. He wanted to serve America. Uh, and so if you know that you throw like that, you just turn down the invitation. No, thanks. That's great. But no, <laughs> I don't have time for that. So no. Uh, Why would you do that? Why would you go out there? Because he's so egomaniacal. Mm-hmm. He thought he was good. Yeah. Eh. Uh, that doesn't really work, uh, Barack. But thank you. It's hard to. It's it's. Thank you. <laughs> if you're a dude, it's uh-huh. really hard to to throw that awkwardly. It is. With well, you got to use your left correct hand. Correct hand. That's or what I'm saying. Your right hand, if you're left. You see what I'm saying? Like yes. you have to use your opposite hand. Yes. And even then, yeah, I guess you could. Uh, I mean, that is. Wow, even then. Bad. Right. I think I can do a better throwing motion than yeah. he did. Yeah. And I think I could get it to the catcher right. with my left hand. Oh my goodness. That I could think was of another mistake. Such an embarrassment. Leaving all that money on the uh, tarmac there and all that money. Iran. All that money. Well, that wasn't a mistake. Oh, that's they right. needed that money. My bad. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. And some nukes they had to build. Boy. So, <laughs> so many mistakes. That guy was until until Joe Biden. The worst. The worst. Well, I mean, he had some pretty good company. Because you got, and you got Johnson, you know, LBJ, and you got Woodrow Wilson. Mm-hmm. And uh, FDR. So, and FDR. Mm-hmm. A lot of good competition there for the Andrew worst. Andrew Jackson, not Andrew a fan. Andrew Jackson was not good. Not a fan. No. And then, of course, uh, you know, the. there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we know about Zachary Taylor? Very little. Somebody needs to do Very little. Ken Burns needs to do a... Uh, a 17-year presentation. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we mentioned that he's got that... Uh, he's got that three-year presentation <laughs> on ants. On ants? Yeah, on ants. And wow. at first, I wasn't sure if it was ants the insect or ants <laughs> your relative, you know? Oh. Uh, but I looked it up. And the first year and a half is ants the insect. Oh, wow. 
the second year and a half is on ants, so he covers the full spectrum. Oh, wow. Your relative, you know, like your mother's oh, wow. sister or your father's Wait, sister. Wait, my relatives? Or some or... people would pronounce it aunts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in other words, ants the insect. Ants the insect for a year and a half. Intermission. Yes. For like, what, a week? A week. I believe we it is a week. take a week off. Uh-huh. And then it's ants. And right back into ants, your relative. So that's what Ken Burns' next uh, project. But like is. again, I just want to clarify: is this mm-hmm. is this my relative or your? relative? No, it's just it's like a relative. Anybody's aunt. Uh, for a year, he just and wants a half? to talk about your mother or your father's sister <laughs> for for a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, and we're gonna explore okay. all the angles. I there. can dig so, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then when do we again? Get... He's thorough. He's Wh- thorough. You wouldn't think there'd be a year and a half worth of information on an ant. But th- there is apparently he found it. So so when do the uncles get their due? Uh, apparently he's not going to do one on uncles. <laughs> what a jerk! I know, I know. Wow, this is. Well, a... he said he's sick of the patriarchy. So uh-huh. and in fact he said peg the patriarchy. <laughs> oh, that's what no, he said. No, he did not. He didn't say that. No, he didn't say oh, that. I thought that's what he said. Well, <laughs> okay. he said this is a really really serious time. <laughs> he did, but not serious enough to give uncles their due. Yeah. I guess no. Nope. Wow. Uh-uh. Okay. Uncles aren't worth it, I guess. I guess not. Now, the Kaiser Chiefs. Are you familiar with the Kaiser Chiefs? I've heard that band name, but and maybe I'd recognize a song. But Corby, are you familiar with the Kaiser Chiefs? I've never heard should of this we, band. Should we know them? I don't know. The, apparently, they, they w- want to know your VAC status at their concerts, and uh, so they're asking everybody in the <sighs> audience. Uh, how many? Yeah. Let's see, oh, let's see your hands. It's a decent sized venue. Clean hands. clean hands. Okay, here we go. Washing them. Washing them. Kindergarten class here. Mm. Let me hear it if you've had the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> oh, please. Not that many people got Pfizer. Moderna. Seriously? AstraZeneca. How stupid is this? We have any anti-vaxxers? Oh. Unbelievable. Oh, and then of course the booze. Probably not allowed in there if you're an anti-vaxxer. Hands in the air. Yeah, you've got clean hands. I can see it's good. Yeah, they got three hands. Uh, That's from the vaccine douche. No clean hands. Oh, okay. I thought you said three hands. (laughs) (laughs) I have a grow to third tail. Man, that sounds like Eeyore. Play it again, Sam. I haven't grown a third tail. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, right? I think that's how you should intro him tomorrow. Chewing the fat with Eeyore. Uh-huh. Eeyore. 888 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, New York has outlawed selling new gas-powered vehicles new gas-powered new vehicles by 2035. Uh, a bill was signed into law last week by Governor Kathy Hochul. Oh. That's the first time I've said that. Mm-hmm. Effectively outlawing the sale of new gas-powered vehicles in less than 14 years. Good luck with that. <laughs> I can't. Good luck. <laughs> no way. Uh, it sets a goal that 100, 100% of all passenger cars, trucks, and off-road vehicles will be zero emission. The goal is 2045 for larger vehicles, mm. and, such mm-hmm. as medium and heavy-duty trucks and buses. Mm-hmm. But passenger vehicles, gone as far as gas-powered. By 2035, that's 
impossible. Like, think about... Okay, so how many years is that again? We got 35, 14, 14 years? 14 years. Wow. So think back to 2007. Mm-hmm. That's that's how far removed we are, if you want to play that. Yeah, know, right. And that is not that far back. Uh, in the scope of things, like just completely <sighs> revamping an entire industry in New York State? I'm sorry. All, all the yeah. people in New York are going to do is take their money across state lines and, and think of the tri-state region i mean you can get to connecticut or new jersey instantly and Go remember what there. gregory wrightstone said last week about about electric vehicles and how impractical they are mm-hmm. the uh the batteries are toxic what do you do with them when you dispose of them now you're going to have every single car be electric with one of those batteries and they burst into flame and there's nothing but parking garages in new york city so what are you going to do when these things start bursting into flame all over this, all over the island? What are you going to do? It's, it's just impractical. It's so impractical. There are so many unintended or maybe even intended consequences from from this switchover that I I don't know how that's going to go well. That's not going to go well, and there's going to be so many loopholes. To, people are going to get around it, and you know what happens. When you make a purchase in another state, your state doesn't get the taxes from that. Right. <sighs> right. Boy. And uh, green energy is dangerous. A little video to uh, illustrate <laughs> that point. A little green energy <laughs> oh, situation no. it, here. It's an animal and... video. Ha, ah, you've been tricked. No, <laughs> just watch this. These horses are running. They're like... Wait, why are the horses like freaking out? What's going on? And the, this thing's about to oh, uh, go. Oh, it must be making this. some noise. Oh, booyah. It just exploded. Game over. I would have loved to heard the audio of that. Like the horses Me probably too. heard. I don't know. And it's interesting that they knew to run at that point. Well, yeah. Or they're going to be killed. <laughs> I don't know what that sound is, but I'm getting away from it. Can we I have, see that again? Oh, just, we have so many wind turbines. I've never. Oh yeah, you I, drive out west. Oh man, just outside the city. Oklahoma and Texas yeah. are loaded with wind turbines or littered. <laughs> and here we go as it starts to go really fast and then just blows up. Oh, Jeez. Hey, those things are annoying too. Just because they they ruin the landscape, man. Yeah, you're driving out there and stuff. And yeah. then and then what do you do with them when 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 you're. Uh, when they've served their purpose, you have to bury them, apparently. And there's this uh, picture somebody sent me from the middle of nowhere in Wyoming where they just, they're just burying <laughs> they're these... they're burying wind turbines? The, the blades, yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, Why do you have to bury them? I don't know. It's probably like the car battery stuff. So they can't, yeah. <laughs> I have no they idea. probably can't be recycled. Yeah. They're probably a hazardous to the earth. <laughs> I just... Yeah. Right? Hold on. So are they? Ridiculous. I wonder. I, are, I bet they are. I'll bet they are. Wind turbines. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I asked for that picture a long time ago. Uh, let's see. By the way, as you look for that, the Biden administration uh, released a blueprint showing how the nation could move toward producing almost half of its electricity from the sun by 2050. Not going to happen. Potentially big step toward fighting climate change, but one that would require vast upgrades to the electric grid. Yeah, uh, this is interesting. You know how much <clears throat> green energy produces? How much of our energy is produced by wind and solar right now? If you combine them, it's like six or seven percent. Six or seven percent. 
I mean, we are nowhere near being able to use this for the majority of our energy needs. We are so good as a society, whether on a federal level with this story or a local level with the New York story of finding out new ways to commit suicide as yeah. a society. Yeah. I mean, it's just madness. It's yep. just madness. Uh, it's not clear how hard the administration will push to advance solar energy through legislation and regulations. Officials have provided only a broad outline for how they hope to clean up the, ener- the country's energy system and its cars and trucks. Many details will ultimately be decided by Congress, but it's working on a bipartisan infrastructure bill and a much larger Democrat measure that could authorize, of course, the $3.5 trillion in spending. That's kind of in trouble right now. Seems like Manchin um, may be the key to stopping that. He really doesn't want to spend $3.5 trillion. He, d- he doesn't want to do it. So getting there will mean trillions of dollars in investments by homeowners and the government. The electric grid built for coal, natural gas, nuclear power, uh, would have to be almost completely remade with the addition of batteries. Transmission lines and other technologies that can soak up electricity when the sun's shining and then send it from one corner of the country to another. Okay. Do you, can you imagine how much those upgrades are going to cost? Yeah. Literally trillions of dollars. Trillions. And, and, and let's not put too much stock in green energy. We saw where it got Texas in February with the wind... Yes. freezing up <laughs> yes. um, and then it was also a um what was a power plant or something i forgot what it was that uh i don't know they were doing maintenance on it as well you can't you can't shut down a power station and then trust green energy to fill in the void there no uh, it didn't work by the way to answer your question on the wind turbines being uh, the blades being yeah toxic, why they have to be buried so, uh, they can be toxic because of the materials used to make them. No problem with the fiberglass, mm. but with the composite materials added to make the wind turbine blades, these composite materials often contain toxic plastics oh, good. that are hazardous mm. to the environment. Oh, wait, I thought we were trying to help the environment. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Some of these plastics have uh, bisphenol A, I don't know, a very hazardous chemical. So, what they're having to do, <laughs> so I, I don't know, Rob, if you have this picture still. I sent it a while back. I forgot to ask for it today. But this right here, what you're looking at, this 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 right there, mm-hmm. just at the tip of my finger, is a bulldozer. Okay, mm-hmm. that little that little shiny speck right there. All these are wind turbines that are being buried back here. They've already been buried. I, wow. it, this is a colossal problem for the environment. It always they always have solutions to end up shooting ourselves in the foot again. Now, I knew about the batteries. I did not know right? about the wind turbines I being toxic. Either. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and even the wind turbines are toxic. Oh, I stopped reading. I should have read the God. next sentence. In oh, fact, man. in some parts of the world, plastics containing bisphenol A have been banned from being used. But yet, we mm-hmm. are littering our countryside with these things, and now we have to bury them. And I'll bet you no states in the union have as many wind turbines as Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, it's... They're everywhere. I know they're in southern Colorado. You see a ton of them down there. Um, Those are the three places that... uh, Where are they in California and Massachusetts? Huh. Uh, I wonder. Huh. Illinois. Why, Why aren't you featuring wind turbines all over the place? If you will recall, off of Martha's Vineyard a while back... Mm hmm 
they wanted. They said, "Wait, it's so windy off the coast here, the Atlantic." Let's put wind turbines right. up. And, mm-hmm. and and was it Ted Kennedy? Who's, it was the Kennedys. Yeah, it was the Kennedys. Said, uh, no. No. No, see, we ha- we like the view of the ocean. Yeah, we don't want wind turbines in our in our path, in our view. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and they do kill birds, man. Cause birds, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if birds were real, I should say. Right. They, they kill the, the robotic entities that fly into Which them. Which is maybe a good thing, yeah. since we're being spied on by you, these things. You think whoever's piloting mm-hmm. those drone birds... They would steer away from the... Yeah, you would. (laughs) Uh, Also, for the first time, the heads of the Catholic, Anglican, and Eastern Orthodox churches have come together to draw attention, finally. Okay, to what? To the climate crisis. Yeah, so that's really good. Oh, that is... They called on all people to look beyond their immediate interests in order to care for the poor and preserve natural resources for future generations. As leaders of our churches, we call on everyone. Okay. whatever their their belief or worldview, to endeavor to listen to the cry of the earth. Wait, what, wait, who's saying this? Christian leaders? Yeah, heads of the Catholic, Anglican, and Eastern Orthodox churches. And they're speaking for Gaia now? Mm-hmm, yeah. The cry of the earth and of people who are poor, examining their behavior and pledging meaningful sacrifices for the sake of the earth which God has given us. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. take it. Mm-mm. I just can't take it no more. Uh, this is the uh, this is the first time that the three of us feel compelled to address together the urgency of environmental sustainability, its impact on persistent poverty, and the importance of global cooperation. Wow! Social I can't justice. believe they bought into this garbage. Social justice statement. Ah, uh, this is frightening. Mm-hmm. The statement traces the climate situation to human selfishness. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. How many of these poor people that they care so much about <sighs> Dang it. and want to see brought out of poverty are are benefit they benefit from, you know, capitalism. And, oh yeah. And oh. Fixing the world that way as opposed to <sighs> these meaningless statements about As opposed to wind turbines that are actually more toxic to the earth than any of the fossil fuels we're using right now. Unreal. See you tomorrow.